Hello and welcome back to the Emperor's New Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to the Emperor's New Groove, the Disney movie. <laughs> Damn, didn't land, huh? Actually, <laughs> welcome to Robots Don't Age. Uh, oh, that's the one I'm doing today. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's what we're going with. I'm your co-host, uh... Kiani. <laughs> And I'm your beautifully bearded co-host, Cody. <laughs> you mean you mean the host? Wouldn't you be the host and I'd be the co-host? Are we both technically I, co-hosts? How does that work? I think I like to consider it more of like a democracy where we're both co-hosts. I just okay. occasionally go off and do other, you know, episodes without you or without your knowledge, but that's fine. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. The betrayal. <laughs> hey, hey, you have just as much access to this feed as everybody else. That's true. That's true. I could definitely. I could be like, oh yeah. By the way, Cody, I'm uh, I'm releasing an episode of the podcast. You're gonna be like, what? <laughs> Screw the fuck out of you. <laughs> oh, you clearly don't keep up with what we've been releasing. Um, uh, keeping up. Talk about keeping up with stuff, Kiani. What have you been keeping up with? Okay, so I've been working on. Um, I've had a couple of vibe checks this week that I've been working on. Been sending out all the the winner for the painting and all the consolation prizes and such. Um, I had a, a class, a, uh, clay class that I took, uh, over this last week, which it was all like, you know, limited people and social distance. We all masked up and everything. And it was a hand building class and we learned how to make a pipe. So like a bowl to smoke out of. And I, oh. <laughs> I was very pleased with that. I get to pick it up in a couple weeks. I made mine look like a mushroom. I've been told by multiple people that it looks like a dick. But I feel like mushrooms are kind of phallic Both. in nature anyway, so... Well, that's the reason why they call it getting mushroom stamped. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is true! That's very true. But yeah, I could see you either shaping it like a mushroom or a dick. Neither of those really surprise me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've also been looking into uh, doing some finding some more online galleries to like list my artwork. I'm also, I don't know if you recall me doing the Luxembourg art prize thing from last year. Yes. A little bit. Okay. Well, uh, 2021 Luxembourg art prize is up again. It's, um, and so I am doing that again for those of you that don't know what that is. Anyone who is an artist, I think that you should apply and try because you never know if you don't try you can submit as many artworks as you want. You have to describe them, and you could win up to $80,000 and a free trip to Luxembourg, Germany. So, um, It's worth the application fee. Maybe. I'm, at least I'm pretty sure that's in Germany. Listen to me, stupid American. Anyway, it's in Luxembourg. Um, <laughs> I would I would say 90, 95% sure that's Germany. Okay. Although okay. I failed pretty much every class in school, so I can't say for sure. Yeah, I did too. So, you know, um, I also had a, uh, recent issue. Well, it wasn't an issue. It turned out well. I had somebody, um, that video on TikTok that had been going viral, which has like over 85,000 views at this point, which is insane. Hot damn. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, for some reason, this person, this a person had commented, and for some reason, I decided to go look at their page, which I hadn't done this with many people because there's a shitload of comments. But this person, I did, and they had screen recorded my video and shared it on their feed, 
And at first I was going to report it, but I was like, don't be a douche. And I was like, hey, um, I prefer that, you know, if you're going to share my video, please either tag me or duet me. That way, I was like, because... Give me some sort of credit. Yeah, I was like, because I am... I said the artwork in that video is my intellectual property. And he was just like, and I kind of expected, I kind of expected him to be a dick about it because it's fucking 2021 and most people are dicks. So, um, but he wasn't, he was just like, well, he, she, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, they were not. And, um, they were like, yeah, sure. No problem. And they ended up taking that video down and then duetting my video instead. And I was like, thank you. I greatly appreciate that. So that ended I probably up. would have just reported them, so that's good. Yeah, like I just figured maybe cuz I want it to be shared, you know what I'm saying? I just want it to be shared correctly. So that way I get credited. Um right I've, for all your work, which I get. Mhm. Um I've also started I started microdosing over the last week. So Oh shit. Try, trying that out. Um so far, because you're only supposed to do it every two to three days, so I've only done it um, about twice now. And so far, I feel like changes as I've had less anxiety. Um, what's your what's your microdosing? It's got you know the the trippy mushrooms in it, and it said that primarily activates serotonin receptors found in the brain's prefrontal frontal cortex, the area involved in mood, cognition, and perception. And then this other one is lion's mane's mushroom, which you can just buy that and eat that shit. Um, it's a natural nootropic, which means it can enhance cognition. Lion's mane can enhance memory and awareness. And it may also promote brain cell regeneration, um, which they said, you know, Ooh. that once you once you fuck up your brain cells, that you can't grow them back. And apparently that's not true because they've done like long-term studies with different kinds of mushrooms and stuff. And they've had like reconnect reconnections with like brain activity and shit. And... I'm like, I just, I believe that there's a fucking plant that will heal everything or a group of plants that can help our bodies and I, plants over pills any fucking day of the week. Um, but yeah, it's also got muc Musuna puri purian purians, um, a natural er herbal adaptogen used in, and I'd like to look into this too, Ayurvedic medicine. Reduces stress, improves focus, boosts the libido, and elevates mood. This other one called Bacopa hey, Monieri. Hey, 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 hey. You don't need a bigger libido. You calm down. I know. <laughs> and this one's also used by that type of medicine, Ayurvedic, which makes me wonder if it's like a like a tribal thing or something. Uh, used by Ayurvedic medicinal practitioners for centuries for a variety of purposes. This amazing herb is honored for improving memory, reducing anxiety, and enhancing sattvic, sattvic energy, clarity, and balance. So, and I have been feeling more balanced. And like I said, I've only done it twice. Um, this is my first week, but I do feel a lot more grounded. And my, like, the disassociation episodes that I have um, are a lot less. Like, I don't. I don't, I haven't been disassociating as often. Like I've been present and in the moment okay. and, and that's like, so these are just little things that I've noticed, but I also know that the placebo effect is a real fucking thing. So we're going to see how this goes, you know, for a period of time. But like I said, it's so mild, like Cody, I can take it and I could go drive. I can go do whatever I want to do. And I'm just like, 
but I feel such a good mood. It, it's it's a happy, it's a fucking happy pill. It's, it's it's very comparable actually to like anxiety medication. It's very comparable to like taking a fucking Ativan. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so I like it so far. There are multiple people that I've found. This is through a guy who runs a business on the West Coast. Um, So, and he says that he's been doing this type of stuff for 30 years now. His shit, um, I guess he used to have an Instagram page, but Instagram shut it down. Because, you know, it's not legal nation. It's not legal everywhere. Um, I'm pretty sure it's legal in Canada, though. Because Canada's the shit. So... Well, you know, America, we're fine with mm-hmm. violence, but don't you dare show a nipple. Right. Um, have you been up to anything else? Uh, no, that's that's pretty much it. I feel like there's probably other stuff, but I can't really think of it right now. So what about yourself? What have you been doing? Well, I've got a few things I've been watching slash playing. In terms of TV, I just finished watching the television show Crashing on HBO Max. Have we talked about that at all? No, we have not. It's basically like a semi-autobiographical story following uh, Pete Holmes and his character, who's also named Pete, and how he becomes like a comedian. So essentially, like, uh, you have to watch and get past the first three or four episodes where this show just like kicks the shit out of him. And like, really, his life goes to hell. Things just kind of go to shit. Um, You know, it's kind of like his coming-of-age story. He's this guy that eventually finds out how to become a comedian after suffering and losing so many things in his life. Like, he... I mean, it's the first episode. His wife cheats on him, and then he's, like, homeless, which is where the title crashing comes from, because he's just, like, sleeping on other comedians' couches. Uh And he kind of, like, learns how to become a better stand-up through, you know, just eating shit repeatedly in life and making, you know, fun of it. Um, But it's got three seasons. It's a great show. It's uh, produced by Judd Apatow, and lately I've been really into that whole, like, characters coming of age, finding their place thing, so mm-hmm. I got done finishing that. It's only three seasons. It's definitely worth a watch if people need a new show to check out. So, essentially, it's a season full of uh, coping mechanisms for trauma. <laughs> it's um, it's watching one guy learn how to become a comedian when you have guest cameos from other great comedians, and yeah, it's oh, basically awesome. using that as a way. Yeah, yeah, you have, like... Uh, T.J. Miller, pre him getting canceled, that guy was actually funny uh, at a certain point before you found out what kind of a person he was. Um, <laughs> Bill Burr's in there. Then you have, like, uh, Artie Lang. He's a regular occurrence. It's a really fun show, especially, like, if you know the comedians and everything. It's just, it's, uh, it's worth a laugh. I'll definitely check it out. Um, other than that, Snowfall Season 4 just started. Have you seen any of Snowfall? No. Okay, so, it's essentially... Uh, the start of the crack epidemic in California, and it kind of dives a little bit into you know how the CIA was involved and how the cocaine oh, yeah. got into the neighborhoods. And it's mm-hmm. it's a it's an amazing show. It's probably my favorite one currently airing. Um, like I said, season four just started playing, and it leaves you on cliffhangers for each episode. That makes me really thankful. This isn't like a binge type show. Because, you know, I, I kind of get tired of the model of, like, you just watch everything at once, whereas with this, there's more anticipation, and I get to have a build-up to what's going to happen, as opposed to it just being handed to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Snowfall's back on, season four. Like I said, it was basically, like, the start of the crack epidemic in California, and how that got started, and I've talked about it before on the show, but season four just started kicking off, so that's really interesting. Sounds intense. And my last show was a little-known one on an adult swim called Black Jesus. Have you heard of that? 
No, but I love me some fucking Adult Swim. I'm about to write that down right now. So Jesus comes back, and he's in uh, South Central L.A., and he just does Jesus stuff, you know? Uh, the first season, he starts a garden to feed people for free. He hangs out with, like, you know, kind of crooks and thugs and everything. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but um, <laughs> Jesus does go through a lot in the show, and, like, uh, some people don't believe he's Jesus, others do. He can do things like perform miracles, he's constantly talking to his father, it's hilarious. It's it's really like a great show. I finished it very quickly. Um, all three seasons are on Hulu, and this was recommended to me by CJ a while ago, and I finally checked it out. It it was a great show. I'll have to, I'll have to watch that. I, I wrote that down because I feel like that sounds funny because I can only imagine someone going around in 20, 2021 talking about, I am Jesus, and I feel like the shutdown from everyone I around mean, here would be like... And- on 10 it started like i think 2014 2015 but it's uh-huh. still fairly recent yeah but uh other than that my last that was my last eh, that was my last tv show uh video game wise i've only really been playing two things metal gear solid 5 phantom pains which i can't talk too much about because uh and i'm sure our buddies over at fan freaks are gonna give me shit for this this is the first one i've actually played in the series so i don't know exactly what fuck, i know i'm gonna hear about this in the group message i don't know exactly what's going on for a lot of things but i'm having a great time playing it and it has like you can ride around on horseback shooting at people with your uh, assault rifle and one of the most fun things that i can do in the game is like i can tranquilize people with a headshot and then put like a giant balloon on them and it essentially like captures them, puts them in your base, and makes them one of your soldiers through what I can only assume is like a Stockholm Syndrome type scenario. But it's really fun to do. <laughs> you like just run up and knock someone out, or you tranquilize them, and then you attach a balloon to them, and they like float in the air. And then after a second, they just shoot off, and they like get extracted to your base. And that's how you recruit people. Nice. Nice. But yeah, I've been playing that. It's a really fun game. Like I said, I know nothing of the rest of the franchise, so I don't really know how to compare it. Um, I don't know what's much of what's going on in the story, other than the fact that it's just taking place, you know, in uh, Afghanistan. It's like war zone based things. I I can already hear the fucking messages. Anyways, moving on. Um, I think the GTA. Point is that you're enjoying it. <laughs> I am, but I can already hear Adrian's fucking voice. Anyways. <laughs> Um, GTA Online, which is of course the Grand Theft Auto V online mode. I've been playing that a lot lately with CJ and his brother. We've been doing the uh, Cayo Pelico Casino Heist, whichever, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Pelico, whatever. Anyways, um, you just rob a casino. We did that a couple times now, and it's, you know, it's exciting. You run through, get a bunch of money at the end. It's mostly what we've been doing, uh, trying to get like the heist that we never completed back on it. And if you're not familiar with Grand Theft Auto out there listening, you basically just do like criminal stuff, steal cars, steal drugs, shoot at people, things like that. Fuck hookers. It's, well, not in the online mode, but yeah, certainly oh. in single player, you can fuck <laughs> as many hookers as your heart desires. <laughs> I just remember as a kid, my brother like comes and gets me. He's like, Kelly, Kelly, come here. Kelly, come here. Kelly. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. You can pick up a hooker and this. your health goes he's up. Like, he's like, he's like, look, 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 I'm going to get in this car with this, with this lady. Now watch. And the car goes. <laughs> and unlike in real life, when you have sex with a hooker, your health does not immediately go down. It goes up in the video game. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
Um, but yeah, I've got other than Grand Theft Auto, not a whole lot else. Um, I did want to tell you a story, though, that I forgot to mention when I first brought up crashing. So, did I ever tell you about that one time I tried doing stand-up comedy? No. No, you did not. Okay. So, I was probably, like, 18 or 19, so it was nearly a decade ago. Uh-huh. So, and, long uh, before we met. Oh, yeah, long before. Around here, we have a bar you can go to and kind of sign up for open mic. And so, I was like, oh, I really want to try that. I had a few jokes, and I went up there, and I bomb terribly like i ate shit i could barely talk i was you know <laughs> nervous um i had to like murmur out exactly i murmured out most of my jokes it wasn't great the uh the host came up and did that whole hey give a hand for him folks comedy is not easy <laughs> and uh you know whatever <laughs> yeah i ate shit hard man <laughs> So I went up to him. I was like, all right, um, can I do next week? Like, no, no, you have to come back two weeks from now. I'm like, all right, that's fine. You know, sign me up. So two weeks from then, I start to go back. And I'm not even kidding. I turn off the fucking interstate to get into town. It's like hours before the show is supposed to start. My fucking engine blows up. Like steam starts pouring out of the hood of my car, which really leads me to one of two conclusions. So either one, God saw my set, looked down and said, no, not again, and destroyed my car. Or <laughs> someone no from the child. audience sabotaged it, and they were like, yeah, we're not hearing this shit again. He said, no, my son, this is not for you. <laughs> this is not your path. This is not your path. <laughs> Engine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did end up going to the club. I just, I, I was there for a minute. I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm just going to go. I'm really not in the mood for this today. Um, but yeah, that was the one time I had actually tried to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, kudos to you for trying, because getting up in front of a c- crowd is, like, awful. I've only done that, I mean, I'll get on camera and do stuff, but even that took me a fucking while. But getting up in front of people, like, I tried out for the National Anthem once when I was in junior high, and that just crushed my talking in front of a crowd, ever. <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't even legally drink, so I'm, like, the one guy there on the open mic out of the comedians probably not consuming any alcohol, so it's like, oh, hey, hey right, guys, yeah, how you, you doing? Could, you couldn't even have a fucking, you know. So you're 18 years old. You could sign for the army, but you can't can't have a can't have an alcoholic beverage. Okay. Uh, speaking of having alcoholic beverages, I think I'm about ready to get into part two of this episode, where we're going to discuss the Boston Dynamics robots. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. I will see you all in the second half with my Red Lager beer. Hey everybody, it's your host Cody here, just reminding you to check out our friends over at the Fan Freaks podcast. They are on Facebook and Twitter as well at Fan Freaks. Come join us and talk about all sorts of geeky shit together. And we're back. Now, before we get started on the topic of uh, Boston Dynamic Robots and the things that, you know, I may joke around about, I would just like to be clear for legal purposes that uh, this is all for good humor and entertainment. That being said, Keani, what the fuck are we going to do about the robot apocalypse that they're bringing on at Boston Dynamics? <laughs> Bro, like, it's slightly unnerving. Like, watching that robot do the flips and the, all that other shit, I was like, I was like, oh, oh, this is a little disturbing looking. Like, it's cool, but I'm also like, <laughs> I don't, there's some part of my brain that's like, no, we don't like that. Like, <laughs> that's a no. That's so, a no for, me, for those of you who don't, like have an immediate knowledge they have three main robots uh the atlas handle and spot now i would uh say spot's probably the more popular one it's kind of like the robot dog and 
I don't know if you caught this, but they're using one currently in New York as a police dog. What? I didn't know that. I just watched the videos. I didn't know they were using them as a fucking police dog. How is that? Does it move fast enough to go like? Well, they use it in. No, no, not smell. All right. So basically they use it for like recon and searching places. Basically, like if you don't want to send an officer in or a dog and risk it, you send that in for surveillance. And now they're adding an arm so it can open up doors and stuff like that. Okay, so kind of like kind of like sending a drone into something. Like when you can't go too deep in the ocean and they send the little little scooter things or like the drone on Mars, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Sure, but okay. the I, for the most part, every police department doesn't have like one of those. And those can't open my fucking front door. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's kind of fucking disturbing that I can just be like... So... Mm-hmm. That's... Imagine you're just... Si- Sorry. Imagine you're sitting there on the couch, Keani. Imagine you're just sitting on the couch with your boyfriend, right? You guys are relaxing, whatever. You're, mm-hmm. you're smoking a little bit. And then all of a sudden, a fucking police dog just barges in. They come around, fucking thermal scanning, checking your apartment, all right? You don't know what's up. Then that big bastard Atlas flips through your screen door and just does a whole backflip and tells you you're under arrest for some shit. Like, this is what we're heading towards, people. And Low I'm telling key. you right now, buy magnets. We probably wouldn't have gotten to spot because I feel like I would have kicked it in the face. Like, just a hard kick. A hard kick. And I, then a kicker, sir. I don't know how um, uh, truthful it is, but I did see this thing on Twitter where you should be able to just reach underneath it and rip out the battery. Probably. But magnets sound like a good plan. You know, if, uh, if, uh, oh, fuck. Why did, if Futurama taught us anything, it was that magnets are where it's at when it comes to robots. Like, seriously, how fucking disturbing is even, like, the little cute dog spot they have dancing the music and everything on YouTube? Now, I thought that, I liked that it had, like, different capabilities, and I think that it would be really good for, you know, like, old people who can't do things in the house, like, pick stuff up for them and things like that, or even, like, a busy family, you know? Um, Now, like, back to the other... You know someone has to control it, right? You know someone has to control spot? No, I didn't know that. I just thought it just did what the fuck it did. I mean, I think he can do, like, automated moving and stuff, but in terms of, like, opening doors, I think that has to be controlled with the controller uh, itself. I thought, like, I don't know what's laundry a, yeah. and stuff off the floor, it was just, like, I don't know. For no, sure we're not quite up to nanny bot levels yet. Okay, okay. Um, now, with the with the other robots, like, I could definitely see their usefulness, and, and I thought that that was cool, um, but there's also, like, Part of me was like, okay, now what about like jobs for people? But at the same time, like even if these robots came in and did like the heavy lifting, like they're still gonna they're still gonna need people who can fix them. They're still gonna need people who control them and maintain them and all this other stuff. So it would essentially it might get rid of some jobs, but it would also create new types of jobs. So I kind of okay myself out of that too. I see where you're coming from. Here's my alternative scenario for that. Right now, Atlas is designated to do things like pick up boxes and all that stuff. You know, you have Handle who has the wheels. I want to focus on Atlas because he has both legs and arms, and he looks like he's a fully armored guy, all right? Now, I feel like we should have at least two people there, and as soon as, like, the first person says, yeah, we should put a gun on one of these, you should be able to just start beating the shit out of that guy just on sight. Like, the first guy that's like, hey, why don't we just equip it with a handgun? You just start smacking him down, like, all right, we can't have that. Yeah, no. I could see, okay, like, if they're gonna use them for, like, a like a police-to-police police things type situation, um, 
maybe a stun gun. Because, you know, like, I, I could see something like that to apprehend somebody. But um, the robot well, itself... So- to loop this around to, like, outside the wire, at what point does it become more like a video game for the person controlling it? That's true. That's true. That's very fucking true. I feel like it would take the humanity out of actually being there and experiencing it. Because, like, I low-key feel like a lot of video games are essentially just training you to be able to go out and do those kinds of things. And so if you were to sit behind, if you grew up playing video games where you're, you know, stuff like that, and I'm not, like, blaming video games for violence or anything, you know, there was violence long before that. Um, but I feel like you would almost be desensitized to something like that. I definitely agree with that. There is something to, like, video games desensitizing you. I mean, that's a fair argument to make. As well as, like, there's a reason why there are certain groups that are extremists that will recruit people with, like, clips of things intertwined with video game imagery. Because, you know, it does help, like make the violence seem a little more fun and cartoonish as opposed to the very serious real life stuff that it is, but that's either here Mm -hmm. nor there. I just feel like with these robots, you run the risk of people thinking of it as more of like, Oh, it's not really me there. I'm so disconnected. Oh shit. They took out spot. Oh, well, guess I'll have to send in another one. Yeah. Oh, well, no big deal. Like there's no, yeah. Yeah. There's more disconnect and less humanity to it, but that's just kind of like my take on where it might be going, especially Mm -hmm. because they did use the one spot robot in new york and it's just a trial thing they're doing Mm -hmm. but it just kind of adds it takes one level away of course they would use it for fucking police shit off jump like i feel like there are a lot of positive benefits that could come with it but knowing the way our country is and the way just the way fucking the human race is like it's aggressive as fuck and of course that's going to be the first damn thing that we do with it like oh let's fuck shit up instead of like, Oh, let's help this little old woman or let's help, uh, you know, our society as a whole. Like, no, we're just immediately like weapon weaponize everything. Well, that circles back to what we were taught. Well, at least what I brought up earlier in America to where like, we're okay with violence, but we're scared of a nipple. I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things where like we're desensitized to it more so at this point. And I feel like that's just something that I don't know, at least I considered because they were to use one police spot dog for a uh, New York mm-hmm. You know, like how long before you do get the whole outside the wire Atlas type thing. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just my general paranoia about robots and AI in general, because despite the name of the podcast, that is a very terrifying concept. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly because, I mean, I guess I I think that's where we we differ on things because I'm more of like, oh, look at all the positive things. And you immediately were like, oh, well, there's also this because I don't automatic I don't automatically think about that. So I think it's it's nice that we both have these different ends of the spectrum to bring yeah. to the table. I wish my end of the spectrum wasn't the thought of getting the shit kicked out of you by two police robots <laughs> because you littered. But, you know, that's fine. Yeah. I'll imagine this one for the team. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, now, why did... Okay, this is random. But, like, when they were doing the video, like, why did I... I wanted to smack the shit out of the guy that kept knocking the little robot down. Like, that was, like, hitting it with the hockey stick or, like, knocking the fucking box out of his hands. I'm like, you leave that little bot alone, you bastard. Like, what is wrong with me? It's just a fucking robot, but I didn't like it. I didn't like You're it. part of the problem, Keani. <laughs> so, yeah, what she's talking about is the video of the Atlas unit. Uh, there's a guy from, uh, presumably, Boston Dynamics. He's knocking a box out of his hand and then knocking it away to show the robot, like, going to pick it up and everything and uh-huh. how it's kind of, like, tracking the box. 
Uh-huh. In hell, if you shove the robot, it manages to balance itself and everything. Uh-huh. So it's kind of going. And then you have like a video of it that can do flips and jump from like uh-huh. obstacle to obstacle with very little issue and start doing flips. It's a, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's got a lot of range, a lot more than I would have expected to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Like it's impressive and unnerving. It's, it's both. <laughs> I thought that the, um, the thing, the things that picked up the boxes with like the suction cups on tops on top that had like the, the heavy thing on the back that kind of, they made me think of birds, like the water tippy birds. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that would like dip down. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're referring to the handle unit, I believe. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So I know I mentioned this briefly earlier, but you do have like the three basic units, at least the more recent ones, the Atlas, the handle and spot. Um, Obviously, we already used the names a fair amount. She just referenced the handle, which is the two-wheeled fuck who can pick up box and spin around with all of his weight and not have an issue. Mm-hmm. I was pretty and cool. earlier, we were going over uh, Atlas, the battle bot, which is pro- probably what I'm more terrified about, because I feel like Spot's going to be the point man. I mean, he's got yeah. thermal vision and like the 30 times op- optic scope, and he can hear like even the slight, slightest bit of noises. So, like, you send him in for recon, and then if he gets knocked down or he sees anything, you just send in, like, two atlases, and it's a done deal, man. That's that's terrifying. That is definitely unnerving. I don't... You really didn't consider any of that concepts? Like, the idea that... No, I really, I really didn't. And I think it's because, like, I just watched the videos, and I was like, look how beneficial, beneficial this could be for people. Like, I think that the more we dive into like the use of robotics, I think the more free our lives could become. Like, however, like I was like, I also see a potential job issue. I was like, but maybe it can set us up on the path of having like a different kind of society. That's not as focused on the nine to five and more about enjoying the entirety of our, of our lives instead of just the end of it. Because if we had all these robots to do all this shit, then why would we have to work? Why would we have to go do all of these fucking things that just suck the souls from our bodies. Well, then you have other issues because if everything's automated, you just have slothy, like theoretically you would have humans that either one wouldn't do anything or they just, I don't know. I feel like you would have humans that wouldn't have a purpose. And even though like some people would travel, others probably wouldn't. And I don't know. It just, you could lead to like, for example, you could argue it would have an overpopulation issue as well as probably famine. Cause like we would just keep growing instead of, uh, you know, doing anything but having free time. I'm just, this one argument, just throwing that out there. I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's a shitty thought that, that we've been so conditioned that we're supposed to be worker bees forever, that people automatically assume that people wouldn't do other things, that people wouldn't go out and do other stuff, that you're just going to be this sloth of a human being. If you don't report to a fucking nine to five job. That was one, that was one argument that I had, by the way, I know. the second one is that, it eventually becomes fully automated, and uh, people who have a lot of money and are on the side of having these robots decide they don't need as many mm-hmm. of the other people, and then it just kind of goes from either like a soft genocide where you basically for you know force people to be sterilized, or you just kind of go all out like yeah we'll just wipe out this section of humanity real quick, and then we'll be in a much better shape. That's fucked up. Because like <laughs> sure you're still going to need workers, but if there's one thing I've learned is that like if there's an imbalance of power or money that side will probably use its leverage to still get more of an upper hand. And, uh, that's just my theory of how it would go. If these robots continue with the apocalypse again, entertainment show, don't want to be sued. No legal issues. Um, yeah. The way we have created society as human beings irritates my soul because we made it up. 
we made it we made it up we we created it and i just feel like it's so fun like we could all just be this is just me with my free hippie self i'm just like we could you know we could just set it up and then no one would have to do anything and then we, we could all just be you know whatever we want to be and do whatever we want to do and money's made up so what the fuck like why, why we could absolutely like do that because well because the people that currently have the power would not want to give up the power so they would see that shift and decide to keep it Mm-hmm. yeah no i can i understand that completely i think that most things that happen in the world or or don't happen in the world are all because of like the one percent of people that fucking have money now look i don't have a degree in robotics I only have a GED. Um, I'm just going to say, though, for that all of my knowledge, it would take someone with like the money of Bill Gates and probably a Jeff Bezos to make enough of these automated robots to where they could just do all of our shit, which I would be on board for, but I don't know how likely it is. Yeah, no, I feel like it would be like a long ass time in the future, but I feel like it would be a beautiful, it would be beautiful. But now would those people be willing to do that to know everyone's comfortable having us plebeians as fucking worker bees for, you know, ever. That's what public school is for is to cultivate worker bees, you know? So it is what it is, but it would be, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful dream. It's a beautiful dream. There are two types of people in the world. You have a Keanu and you have a Cody. I think we can realize from this conversation who does what. <laughs> and this is why we have a podcast together. <laughs> but I mean, that's just one grim scenario. I do feel like there is a possibility that they just have like a limited number of these robots after all. Who knows? I don't know what they could plan to do with them, though, outside of like, they're going to keep producing them. And eventually the cost of production is going to go down and enough people are going to buy them. To where there's going to be some practical use on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. where we should see them. And that's going to be more of a concerning thing. Because, like, even the day-laboring jobs that you and I have, maybe not you mm -hmm. so much, but, like, could be easily replaced by a robot if done well enough. And that is something that, you know, isn't great to think about. Because, again, we yeah. live in the type of society where we just wouldn't be equally compensated because we would be mm -hmm. then be considered, like, you know, leeches. Which is uh, mm -hmm. fun. Which is fun. as fucked up. It was fucked up, but like I said, I feel like we have definitely created a society that is trash. It's trash. We made these decisions. Well, we didn't make but them. But we're not but here to talk about that. Yeah. We're here to talk about these fun robots. Yeah, they're great. It's a great time. I thought that the one that the spot drawing with chalk was pretty cool and planting a tree and things like that. Like, which is, I think part of why they made the video that way, because like, oh, look, it's it can do all these nice, great things, like pick up laundry off the floor and show all these different capabilities. But in reality, we're going to sell it for violence. Spot has athletic intelligence, which means he can walk on mountain surfaces and rocky terrain with no issue. What you mean to tell oh. me this bitch can outrun me already? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep, it can. But we're going to show you a video of it picking up laundry on the floor. <laughs> Look how fun it is. Look, you have that. and There's a video... Um, of Spot and two Atlases dancing to that song, Do You Love Me? Uh, they're like, Do you love me? Da, 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 da. Do you love me? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and like the Atlas robot does the whole thing where like bends one knee down and starts like doing the snapping motion. I'm like, Are you fucking, it can already do this? It can already do this and flips? <laughs> it can already do more than me. It's already got rhythm. 
I'm fucked. <laughs> it has rhythm where I have none. Game over, man. I should already just fucking let it have my badge. I'm out. I quit. <laughs> so I guess I'm just going to start buying giant magnets now and living in a compound in the woods without electricity. So I don't yeah. know how many more episodes of the podcast will have left after that. Or, I mean, there's also buying stock in Boston Dynamics. <laughs> I would have to buy so much stock in them. Which apparently they're owned by the Hyundai company, by the way. Really? Yeah, I mean, at least according to Wikipedia. When I first looked on their website, they were owned by some bank. And then on Wikipedia, it said they were owned by Hyundai. So I don't know. Maybe it's like ownership of ownership. Maybe the bank's the parent company. I didn't dig into it. Who am I? Come on. I don't care that much about who owns it. Don't worry. I'm going to dig into it because, yeah, they're already trial and error with fucking police dogs and shit not that i'm trying to like support that but hey you know we live in a a, a society that requires fucking money so i'm gonna do what i gotta fucking do because i don't want to do what i do currently (laughs) yeah i feel like going forward this fucking robots man i don't know i am deeply concerned with the way the atlas can already move and i imagine Mm -hmm. going forward it's gonna just get more of like the t-800 arnold schwarzenegger terminator model Mm-hmm. Where it's going to be a little more and more human-like. It's but, you know, that's just me being paranoid. Intense. It's going to get more and more intense. Like, I feel like I still, like, the idea of a sentient thing that's not, like, that's made out of wires is definitely an immediate thought for me. I'm like, eh, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you know what this did help me realize? I, I know why Skynet fucked up. They should have had a video of a Terminator dancing to a cute song and everybody would have been okay with it. It would have gone over so well that they would have just accepted them into their homes. It would have been a fucking phenomenal Uh time. It would have been like, oh, okay, look at this. Look, I can even draw pictures with chalk on the ground. Look, I could even play with your kids. Such a family-friendly bot. I love (laughs) y'all. I love (laughs) y'all. Everyone's gonna let Spot into their homes and play with their kids until Spot's like, hey, I detect, like... Uh, I don't know, an eighth of marijuana in your pocket, so I'm going to go ahead and automatically call the police. Yep, I'm going to snitch on your ass. Spot the fucking snitch dog. (laughs) Spot the snitch. That is exactly, that would be, yeah, no, I don't know that I would be able to, like... Do you remember, like, it was years ago, but there was that robot that uh, some company like sent through canada and it went through just fine it was like this huge clunky looking thing and canada like helped bring it through their their country just fine took pictures gave it stuff and it got dropped off i think it it was in philadelphia and the first day in philadelphia it got fucking wrecked americans fucking trashed it wasn't it like it was like it was like hitchhiking or something i think i know what you're talking about it It was was like hitchhiking robot and Canada was like, oh, we're just going to be so nice to you. As soon as you make it to Philly, fuck you. <laughs> that gives me a little bit of hope that as soon as we start rolling out spots nationwide, they're going to be like, hey, yo, fuck this dog and start beating the shit out of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, they finna let that fucking, they finna let that shit slide. Not here. Yeah, thermal vision, these nuts. Kick it over, start stomping <laughs> all the glasses. Oh, God. America's so trashy. <laughs> This might be the one time that I'm really happy about that. I am proud. I am 
Proud. You guys see a spot, you just throw, you just run up and throw a magnet on it. Again, again, for legal issues, all entertainment purposes. Do not throw magnets on the spot robotic police dog that's in your neighborhood and snitching on people. Do not do that. <laughs> Strange and unknown object. Let me kick it. That sounds about right. That sounds as That's the most American way get. to handle it. <laughs> that sounds as American as you can get. <laughs> just outside of, I'm going to put buckshot right through it. <laughs> Sinner man. Oh, the embarrassment. <laughs> so I know we didn't go as in-depth with each uh, each robot as I initially planned, and instead we just kind of went on a tirade about the different scenarios that could happen with these robots. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to discuss? No, I think that that was I think that that was a fun way to do it though. Instead of like, just, I mean, let's let's be real. I feel like our audience base doesn't really give that many fucks about the specs of it that much. I feel like this was much more up the alley of conversation. Wait, wait, what if you greased the floor and they started walking? And like, <laughs> could, they, could you throw off their weight that way? Probably, probably. I would think that. Are you they could. planned for the lubrication? Probably not. I wouldn't imagine. I mean, because I didn't see them do any of that. I mean, he seemed to walk in the snow pretty well, but that's like not the same, you know? It's not the same as baby oil. Nope, it's not the same. Came from a dozen fresh babies. I would assume that fucking vegetable oil works the same as well. You know, you get some coconut oil in there, just throw that, some Pam, spray it on the floor. Got a little extra lube in the bedroom, you just kind of cover the ground with that. Take that, you robo-freak. (laughs) <laughs> as soon as it lands you're just like hey hey crackheads copper there's copper and you let them handle the rest <laughs> exactly rip it to pieces <laughs> i appreciate your service to the community <laughs> thank you <laughs> but yeah, no, I all right i'll say add other than other than the you know the playful banter about it you can follow us um, on Twitter at Robots Don't Age, and uh, I am personally on Twitter at Cody Has Coffee. And you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Abundant Studio, and on Twitter at the Kiani. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Thanks, guys. You should uh, totally let us know what what your theories would be on on how this would go down. <laughs> Or how you would take down one of those fucking robots. Again, for entertainment purposes only. This exactly. is not a legal thing. This is all for fun. This is an entertainment show, Boston Dynamics. Yes. And yes. if you have an issue, you can contact Redlands Productions LLC. Uh, have fun with that one. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs>